I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everyone, I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today I'm here with Savannah Arroyo, the net worth nurse. Um, Savannah was here on the show, gosh, a long, towards the beginning. I, I should have looked which episode it was, but um, it's it's been a little while. So um, people should go back and definitely listen to her first episode. There's a lot that's happened in between now. But uh, first, Savannah, let me just, just say thank you. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for being on the show. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Yeah, no, I think it was almost two years ago. I think it was yeah, early it's, 2021. It's been a long so time. Yeah. yeah, we've definitely chatted since then, but happy to be recording another podcast episode. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, why don't you give everybody this like a, a brief rundown of your background? I know there's some new stuff you've got kind of going on now, but um, just let them know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, definitely. So I'm a registered nurse. I really went out of high school and college wanting to do that. And so um, did that pretty quickly, worked in a few different specialties and was naturally drawn to process improvement and operations. I love patient care, but I always loved supporting my nurses even more. And so um, went back to school pretty early on and got my master's degree in nursing leadership and administration and started climbing the corporate ladder within healthcare. And then beginning of 2020, after having my second daughter, uh, my priorities definitely started to change um, and how I resonate so much with your podcast of really knowing your why. And that's really what opened up my eyes to real estate investing was when I realized that having more time and freedom with my family was a huge priority in my life. And the bit, the fastest way for me to get there was through real estate investing. And so um, beginning of 2020, my husband and I really dove right into it together, um, started creating some goals for our family and also in real estate investing, um, got started in single family homes and then quickly scaled our portfolio through real estate syndications. And now we're building a startup. So it's definitely evolved, but has provided us a lot of time freedom. My husband walked away from his full-time W2 job a couple months ago. I walked awesome. away from mine about a year ago. And so just the freedom that real estate investing has been able to provide in our family's life has been in insane and amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, in a, a short time, really like People, yeah. <laughs> people make a lot of reasons why they can't, uh, you know, sort of get free of their job or can't um, become, you know, invest in real estate or whatever. But and you guys really are the um, <laughs> the argument against those limiting beliefs. You've you've gotten yourselves out of W2s. You're, you're you've built so much. And I guess that's that's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that here. But I think um, let's start with, I guess, kind of the the beginning in, in the sense that you're, you started in real estate, started with, I know you had some, some um, residential, but then you pretty quickly transitioned to multifamily, just kind of high level, where are you guys at in your real estate investing portfolio? Like wh where do you stand with that? Yeah. So we've done um, four syndication deals in multifamily. 
family with my husband and I being really the sole GPs on those deal, bringing in a couple of um, key partners in different um, spaces. But going through those four deals, we've done a um, raise capital for a storage community, a 500 unit um, down in Arizona. So we've been partnered on a deal uh, there and then looking to do our next multifamily deal any day now. Awesome. Awesome. You, you sort of mentioned it almost like it was nothing, but, but you are, you're involved in the startup now. I've been sort of watching um, what's been going on just either through our conversations or social media and what, tell us about it. I mean, you've, you have really embraced sort of the idea of, of helping your community of being, you know, sort of that, I guess, beacon for people in nursing and the healthcare community as far as like helping them with um, financial education, financial literacy. So tell us a little bit about your startup and 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 we'll just, I kind of want to just talk about like your mindset and everything behind what sent you in that direction. Yeah, definitely. It's been a wild ride for sure. I would have never guessed I would have moved into the startup space so quickly from real estate investing, but there are definitely a lot of similarities there, especially in regards to entrepreneurship and starting a business. But um, really how it's evolved is been starting with real estate investing of with the intention to do real estate syndications and partner with passive investors on these deals. Uh, me wanting to do that in the most genuine way possible was creating a platform with me speaking directly to healthcare professionals because I am a nurse. And um, when you're going out to raise capital, trust is the biggest barrier to doing that. And so for me to be able to speak to an avatar so naturally was my my comfort level in going out and raising capital something that I've never done before that was really for me the best way to go out and do that and so I grew the net worth nurse my personal brand um, really to showcase my story and my experience investing in real estate both as a new investor as as a nurse um, but even as a mom as doing it with my husband as a business partner a lot of different things that I showcase through my social media platforms and that has led to a lot of conversations with healthcare professionals not just about investing in real estate but their overall financial health like what yeah. they're doing with budgeting and um how they're setting money goals, like how they're managing it. And then also working through the pandemic as a nurse manager in a large healthcare system where we were shutting down surgery centers, which is something that I was helping manage at the um, facility I was at and furloughing staff, not knowing if they were going to get subsidized by the government at that point, you know, early on in the pandemic, when no one knew what was going to happen, it led to me having a lot of very open, transparent conversations with healthcare professionals about their finances and where they are and how, you know, what they're going to be able to do not having income from a W-2. And at that point, me having some experience in real estate investing and me knowing that I was growing my wealth outside of a W-2, it felt like I just wanted to get that information to as many healthcare professionals professionals as possible because nurses and doctors, they think that the only way to build wealth is to sacrifice physical and mental health to work double time, to work overtime, to work these backbreaking shifts. And healthcare professionals just really think that this is the best way to build wealth. And it's just so far from the truth. I mean, it's a huge way to get there quicker, but there's so many ways that you can invest your money to be making money for you. And so sharing that information with healthcare professionals has been my biggest passion over the last couple of years and doing that mostly through Net Worth Nurse. And then coming to 
together with my business partner to realize there was a way bigger need for this. I mean, we realized there's travel nurse companies that are employing hundreds of thousands of nurses and they're not setting them up with any sort of retirement benefit plans. And these healthcare professionals are really falling through the cracks and they're just so amazing in the fact that healthcare professionals can go out and literally save lives, but don't necessarily have all the information that they need to make smart financial decisions. And so us with our startup, Invest Health, we are filling that gap. Yeah. And I mean, a couple of really great, great points you made. One, just that, like, you got into real estate, you started doing syndication, you're going out looking to talk to investors. And I think it's like, I was struck by the same thing as like, you, you, kind of fully immerse yourself in it and then you go talk to investors and you realize wait a minute like I'm talking about something that's 10 steps beyond what they what they really need to be thinking about you know yes you need to invest in 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 growing wealth but like like things like budgets and like how to save money on taxes and like sort of that simple like as you said it's not you you know most most of the and it's on the veterinary side too like it's like well I'm just gonna have to work extra to kind of get ahead or or to dig out of debt or whatever the case may be but it's like sure that's fine but let's do it smartly like mm-hmm. that's great if you're young and and hungry and you want to work a ton but like let's use that momentum to set yourself up for the future and i think that's where people get kind of they miss out they almost get caught up in that okay i'm going to work more oh look i have all this money now but don't actually know what to do with it. And so they buy things that don't matter. Yeah. They, but, you know, it's like they get lifestyle creep, they get nice cars, but it's like, well, I guess I got to buy a vacation home. And it's like, if you take those first, especially from a healthcare professional standpoint, if you take those first few years out of whether it's, you know, college or a residency, if you're a specialist or something like that, like if you take those next few years and you really invest in your future, it's going to make the next 30 or 40 years so much easier. Like it, it's just kind of, and, and it all comes down to knowledge, right? It's like knowing what you need to do. Yeah, definitely. And like the delayed gratification tip is a huge piece in that as well, but understanding, yeah, the knowledge and education behind it to understand how compounding interest works in the investments or understanding how exactly budgets work. And like you mentioned, people not having kind of basic understanding of this. I was shocked at how many nurses have never set up a budget simply because they didn't want to look at where their money was going. They didn't want to face it. They didn't want to see it on paper where they were spending all their money. And exactly that you're in a position where you can take that extra money from the extra shifts you're working and put it into to investments as opposed to things. And now you're building wealth at a way accelerated rate. But yeah, I mean, I had a lot of nurses and healthcare professionals coming to me feeling almost embarrassed that they didn't know this information because they're highly educated. You know, they're out doctors running cath labs and I have vocalized to me. Yeah, I don't do anything with my investments. I have no idea what, what I'm doing with those and that yet they're in the cath lab literally saving lives. And it's just so crazy to think that this education isn't provided to us. And I mean, really, even from a high school basic education standpoint, none of us are really given a, this information. And so a big proponent of what we're doing with Invest Health is getting into nursing schools and medical schools so that people can really have this information early on in their career to have the most success later later on. Yeah. And, and I, I, I love it. I think that's getting in there early is the most important thing, whether it's even high school, college, like, because when you, when you become a medical professional, whatever it is, like 
doctor, dentist, nurse, veterinarian, like it's a, it's a lot of schooling and it's really intense schooling. And so it would be pretty hard to squeeze in some like financial literacy courses in those curriculums. But if you've already have it, like, like why do, why are we teaching some teachers going to get mad at me, but why are we teaching <laughs> trigonometry and calculus in high school? Like why not actually having classes on like managing your finances later in life, how to like be responsible on your taxes. Like, like, like th there's a much better way to learn math in an applicable way than sort of the abstract math that is, is it's like when you, if you're in an advanced math class, you're learning abstract math that then you'll never use again. And it's like, I'd much right. rather learn how, I wish I had learned how to, you know, sort of set up myself financially. Cause I mean, I'm, I've been learning it over the last three, four years. Like I did all of that schooling, all of that stuff. I didn't know what to do with money. I had no idea. And I, turns out I'm not the only one. I just thought I was dumb. Like, I just thought, well, yeah. everybody else knows how to do this, but it's like, now that I do know, and I'm talking to people, it's like, nobody does or not, you know, very few people actually know what you're supposed to do. And so I think that it's, it's a great idea and, and very needed what you're doing with investment. Like, it's just, it's going to help a lot of people that have worked really, really hard and, and kind of are in that, you know, service of others type of industry. Yeah, definitely. We've noticed even that just historically, even in these big financial institutions that will take, you know, all your money and invest it or, or do that with you, but not even really educate you on what they're doing mm -hmm. with it. I mean, it's really an yeah. afterthought of all these large financial institutions that the majority of us have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of retirement money in, but really have no basic understanding of how stocks work. And right. it's so funny because people get into real estate investing and automatically think it's so risky that re that yeah. real estate investing is a huge risk. But when you look at historically how it performs against the stock market and how you can evaluate certain aspects of real estate deals to mitigate a lot of that risk, whereas opposed to the stock market, it's not necessarily applicable, like basic things things like that is is a huge gap and i and we're coming into the space into this financial wellness fintech space with education and empowerment being and this overall financial wellness being the foundation of our of our business this is the ultimate foundation with investments and resources being the afterthought so it's almost backwards than the way most financial institutions have been doing it yeah yeah and I, your point about like you know, doing kind of doing what we're told we're supposed to, whether that's your 401k, your IRA and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's, you do that because you think that's what you want to, you, you know, I'm supposed to do something to set myself up for retirement, but then like, this is the only thing I know how to do, but we don't understand how that works. It's funny. You were saying this to I me. Mean, I, I, I left my W2. It's been almost a year. Like, and I wrote this down when I closed out my 401k, but like I had a 401k for five years in 2022, it had a negative 16.5% return, and I still paid $63 in fees over the five years, a total of 5.8% return. Now, so that's not good. Okay. For anybody's listening, that's not good. But <laughs> the, the other thing about that is like, someone could argue, okay, you, you know, there was an employer match, right? There was an employer match of, of 3%. But that's still, I lost 16% in 2022. Like it, it's time, it's a time in the market versus a timing of the market, but it's not, 
it's not a perfect fix. It's not a perfect solution. It's not something I had any control of. You can mm-hmm. fit, you can sort of pick what, like how aggressive you want to be, what, what level of aggressiveness you want in your portfolio. But like, yeah. I don't have any control over that in through a 401k program with an IRA, you have a little bit of control. You can pick your own stocks if you want, but it's just kind of a, it's stuff that like, probably shouldn't be picking my own stocks if I don't know anything about it either. So like whether I have control or not, does it matter? But I think that the point is like, that's why those of us in the real estate space get so passionate about it. Cause it's, I can take, I don't care if it's multifamily, single family, an Airbnb, like you can take a physical asset and go there and impart value on it, right? Somehow you can, you can impart value on it and, and have some control there. And even as a passive investor, you're investing with someone like yourself. These other healthcare professionals are investing with you because they know that you're going to do that. They know that they've got someone that they can directly talk to that is taking, you know, taking their money <laughs> very seriously and, and doing the right things to sort of help grow it. Where again, it's like I lost, there's no, I lost money and still paid fees. Like it's just kind of like what well what's the I don't it doesn't make sense. So um those generally those like retirement vehicles that we use sort of normally, there's no accountability to it that the per, whoever's running that fund is there's nothing there's no it's not performance related or anything like that. So it's just kind of something that um people maybe they do it because they hear it's the right thing to do, but but it it is of value to learn more about it and sort of invest in your own education. And then, and I think that's exactly what is happening here with, with invest health, your startup, like it's going to do that for people. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I love that you shared those numbers. It's so eye opening to see that this, this retirement vehicle that so many people are geared to invest in, you know, how, how well is it really growing your, your investments? I mean, you're, you're in real estate and you see all the deals out there. I mean, the deals that are common in the multifamily syndication space are earning anywhere between 15 to 20% average annualized return. And so that's like three times, you know, what you were potentially earning in that specific retirement account. It's just a way to grow your money a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. And, probably safer too. I mean, it, you know, like in terms of a risk adjusted return, if the, if they were exactly the same, you know, it's, you just, it doesn't matter what, what Elon Musk tweets, like that's not going to impact our real estate. Like there's, there's things that where it's going to make huge swings in some of these, in, in some of the stock portfolios. And, and I'm not saying don't have stocks, like I have stocks, it's, it's yeah. fine, but it's just having a complete knowledge of, of what you can do. And, and the, the tax benefits that can uh, you can potential potentially participate in as a even as a limited partner like there's just a lot of stuff there that that it, really it does it comes down to the education behind it and you know so you have these as you said like these very educated intelligent people that are afraid to ask the questions because they're like these are people that know everything about what they do like mm-hmm. you, you know you talk about these the doctors in the cath labs like they're they're magicians basically like performing amazing stuff and like but they don't really know how to manage their finances and it's just kind of like it's embarrassing to not know that when you're so good at another thing you know what I mean and it's just this is why professional athletes top of their game they they get taken advantage sometimes it's like okay you're really really good at 
whatever sport it is or something like that. And then someone comes and takes advantage of them to, you know, that because they don't have the knowledge to manage their own finances. So it's, it's just, it really is truly all about education and, and getting, getting that out there. What was, I mean, did you have the idea that you were going to go this route or what, what kind of, because it's from my perspective, it happened very quickly. You were like, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing real estate. Oh, by the way, now I have a startup and I'm teaching every healthcare professional about uh, financial literacy. Like, how did that, how did you make that shift? Yeah, it, it really happened um, naturally almost in a way, in a sense of that I became so passionate. I mean, just like you having these conversations over and over and over again with investors and realizing that there was that gap there. For me, every time I was going out to raise capital for deals, I was reminded of this huge gap in the financial wellness space. And so for me, it was more motivation to go out and build something for it. Um, lucky for me, my real estate investing investments are paying for my ability to now start a startup, which isn't yeah. cheap. Um, you know, bootstrapping and building a product right. for you have paying users on there is a, a yeah. whole different um, concept in business that I'm learning still. And so um, it's, it's different in that sense, but for me, it's always been how to get this information to as many healthcare prof professionals as possible. And so even with our product and what we're building with Invest Health, we had the option to go B to C, which is business to consumer and creating a direct product where anyone in the world can download it and use it or going B to B, which is business to business and reaching healthcare professionals at a higher level in a way, forcing these healthcare companies to implement our product as a value value add benefit feature, something that they're entitled to almost like a mental health, mental wellness type component yeah. from their employer. And so for us, that's even been in that aspect of the design of our product, like our go-to-market strategy is to go B2B to get this information to more healthcare professionals. Awesome. What is your vision with it? What do you see? <laughs> do, you, do you even know? Do you know how big you want it to be? Like, what is your what people say the, the big audacious big big hairy audacious goals things like like that what is your yeah, hag. <laughs> yeah what is your vision on um where this goes yeah i read a book um vivid vision by i think it's cameron harold i might yep, yep. be wrong on that yeah okay anyway. um that's super good in terms of just getting clear on your why again, I feel like, because um, for me, when we went out in real estate investing, it was getting specific on like, okay, how, what do we plan to bring in every month from our real estate investments to have that time freedom in our lives? That's kind of how we looked at building out that business. Whereas this business is a lot different. I mean, really the, the sky's the limit. I guess it is in both. But um, for me, I, I envision it as being like the number one financial resource for all healthcare professionals. Like I really envision healthcare professionals across the country to see this as the go-to finance fintech app um but i told that to a vc last week and they're like just us like you need to be thinking globally you got to take this to the world and it's so funny that getting into the startup space and talking to venture capitalists yeah. from all over the country um you hear things like that and you're like oh wow like my maybe my vision is too small like i need yeah. to do take this globally but you just don't yeah. even think that when you're so used to working in the networks and contacts that you have um it was funny to have that conversation and, and see that so yeah i mean that's definitely where i see it going yeah no, i i love that you shared that because i think that is it's 
it's a funny thing like when you I mean, I guess it just goes down to that saying about, you know, that you're the average of the the five people you spend the most time with, all of that, your 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 net worth is your network, like all of that yeah. stuff. Like the the it's it's actually true. Like it's it's you have it's really cool to talk to, you know, like as you said, venture capitalists, mentors, whoever it is, people that are like in that business, in that space, kind of in a in a advanced uh position to where you are. And it does I don't even necessarily mean that like from a money standpoint is more just like they've been doing it longer or they have, you know, a different perspective. And for them to say that to you, like, yeah, why are you thinking us? Why not the world? And it's like, yeah, yeah, right. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> right. Like, and they say it and it's like you first, I don't know, for me, it's like someone says something like that and you first are like, feel a little sick in your stomach. You're like, what the world? I don't know. Well, yeah. Why, why not? Like really, why not? And it's, and then it's like, I've now it, that stuff happens. People say that stuff to me and I'm like, that's so cool. Or I hear, hear that story from you. I'm like, that's so cool. And then I find myself starting to say things like that. Like right? two people <laughs> that are, that are, yeah, to my kids or to like, oh yeah, yeah my, if my kid, my son says I can't, I'm like, whoa, whoa, that, that is <laughs> right. not, you need help. Like, it's like immediately, <laughs> like, I don't even want to hear, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear that word. Like I can't is not an acceptable word. And I'm just like, you can, you just might need help here just as, and, but like, even like other adults, like friends of mine that it's like, and it it's kind of a, a cool to me, like to feel that progression in myself, that, that my own mindset is changing. Like don't, there's still plenty of limiting beliefs. Believe me, there's still plenty of them present, but a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, like totally different mindset as far as um, where you can go with things. And, and like, it's still, it's still evolving. Like, and so it's yeah. just like, I just love watching what you're doing and I'm like oh well clearly I'm not doing enough like she's got us <laughs> you know like just it's a it's a it's inspiring so I, I guess um good good for you and, and thank you for uh <laughs> allowing me to follow the journey thank you <laughs> yeah one thing I wanted to share with that as you were talking about just kind of the circles that you you put yourself into as you're growing in this space and I mean you and I both kind of starting in this space like around similar times and mm -hmm. and growing in this it was like expanding our network and meeting at networking events and it's so powerful in a sense of like exactly the quotes you were saying the five people you hang out with your net worth is your network and problems that you're encountering in your businesses and even like your life I mean me starting the startup we were in a position where we were stacking up some credit card debt and needed to move it and we're wondering how to do that and it was me talking on the phone with a one of my business partners in a syndication deal he's also a CPA and he was like oh I I literally just did this last month like you can move it to a different credit card discover no interest for another year it can kind of buy you some time type thing and it was like wow when you're hanging out with those type of people and those are the type of people in your network your resources just expand so much in terms of learning how money works works, different ways that you can make money work for you and the different mm -hmm. tools that some people are think are only proprietary to the wealthy people. But it's just like, no, you've got to kind of associate with yourself with people who are doing great things in terms of building wealth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's so true. It's just, it, it, it's like, I, I love that you use the, the credit card example. Like that's a thing that, that like, probably like the Dave Ramsey people are like, yeah, that's a terrible idea. You should no. never do that. That's the worst thing you could possibly. But like, 
if you're using that to build something that's going to make, like if you're putting $10,000, $20,000 on a credit card, but that's going to make you a million dollars, like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Like that's you, but you got to know <laughs> you got, you're, you're not putting $20,000 worth of, of, you know, like furniture and, and, and uh, clothes and whatever, like things that, you know, you, you better still be in the same old clothes while you're doing, while yes. you're doing this process. But like, it's, it's just fascinating that, yeah, when you're around those people and that stuff starts to become just a part of your, um, your vocabulary, a part yeah. of your, your daily routine. I, I was just, my, this is like related to this story, but my mom, uh, unfortunately my grandmother passed away in the fall but that she's there's they sold her house there, there's there's an inheritance basically and so I've been talking to my mom about buying a house and my mom doesn't have a lot of money and and so I'm trying to help her and I'm like Let, let's buy a uh a three family let's buy like a so, something that can be income generating as well and you can live in it and it'll it'll set you up basically forever and she's like okay I'm like so so call three lenders to ask them if there's like, ask them about FHA loan, ask them about a DSCR loan, ask, and I'm just like spouting all this stuff up on a, on a text to my mom. And she's like, what's a DSCR loan? And I, I'm like, yeah, of course she doesn't know what that is. I'm like, right. I'm like, yes. but if you're, if the lender asks you that question, that's not the right lender. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. so it's just kind of like, it's just a funny thing where you, you start to like, once you're in that space, which, which is again, just like full cycle brings it back to why, what you're doing with invest health is like super important because now you do know and getting it out there, getting that information for others in your community to, to know and be able to put to use and help themselves and their families and give back to their communities. Like it's like a, it's going to be an infinite loop. It's just, it's, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, last time you were on, you said you do not like this question. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't even remember what it is, but now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> no, no, you, <laughs> and you were on before. So if you want to skip it, but I, what I asked you what your why was, cause I asked everybody what your why was. And you're like, I don't like this question, which is, <laughs> Fine, I understand, but I gotta ask you. This is the name of the show. But um, any, I, and and I do want to ask you in large part because I think, like, it has been almost two years, and I feel like a lot of people's why evolves over time. And you've you've talked about it here some, you know, already. So I, I think just kind of you know before it was, you, your daughter had just been born, and you were you know kind of. Uh, looking to find a way to spend more time at home with with both your girls like what what now I mean obviously they're still a part of it I'm sure yeah definitely and I love that you bring it up because it was two years ago and it's always been my family and my husband and I you know after working so hard I mean we were both pretty much working two full-time jobs it felt like for years to get to this point and so there were some a lot of hard times you know yeah. to pursue and get through some of that and so now regularly throughout the week. I mean, almost on a daily basis, my husband and I will kind of like stop each other almost like as a joke of like, we're literally living out our dream. Like this is what we've worked so hard for over the last three years. Like the goals that we set for ourselves three years ago, like we're checking them off and it feels so good to continue to still have goals and ambitions and dreams, but to be, to really revel in the present moment of gratitude of just like, I have accomplished so much, like I'm here doing it and to 
be more present. I do over the last couple of years, I would say I've put a lot of time and effort into self-reflection, self-care. I do a lot of like subconscious mind training. Like I'm always trying to be the best version of myself, especially since having kids. Um, That was a very eye-opening moment in my life of realizing that I have to take care of myself in order to take care of others. If I'm in a position where I'm feeling overworked, overstressed, too many obligations, and then I can't fully give to my kids, it was really wearing on me. And especially transitioning out of a full-time W-2 job into the entrepreneur space and building my own business and having this quote unquote time freedom, it's so stressful in a sense of like, now you have work to do 24 seven, the time clock never ends the time, you know, you're not clocking out ever. And so it was so overwhelming at first for me that I I was forced to do kind of this self care, self reflection. And so that's been a big why for me, um, in terms of just kind of caring for my family more, and then also being able to build this product for invest health to grow that company to share the information with as many healthcare professionals. So a lot of whys still that will continue to keep me grinding on this. Yeah. It's, uh, I love that you mentioned like the, it was when you, cause I've had the same, I mean, it still happens. Like I've had the same experience where it's like you, you leave a W2 job in, in search of that freedom. And then you're like, wait, as an entrepreneur, the work never ends. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, like it's never over, like literally never over. And so you get caught up in that, like, what do I, how do I balance that and still doing what I, essentially doing what I said I was doing this for, right? Exactly. Like I we say, we're going to do this to spend more time with family, to be more present. And then you're just actually working more. And so you yeah. do have to be and I think that happens probably to, to most of us. Like it's happened to me. It still happens. Like there are days when I'm yeah. like, I just, I like consciously have to be like, just put the phone away. Like the kids are only up for another hour. Like if you got to right. stay up tonight and do some work, do some work then. But I, I just, and I, I'm sure you've seen this too, but like, I, you're, you're the mom. So maybe it's a little different, but like <laughs> with my, the, my kids, it's like m- mom is number one. And, uh-huh. and I think mom's always number one, like that's kind of normal, but, <laughs> but like when I'm more present and we, like, if we, if we go away for the weekend or whatever, like it feels like my kids love me like twice as much yeah. just being around. I didn't Present. do anything special. Like, it's just like being around more and they're like, mm. it's suddenly like a different, a different interaction with them. So it's just, it, it's a hard balance to find, but like, it's worthwhile putting the, putting the work in to figure that balance out. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like kids that will remind you to be in the present moment, like actually be present. Cause anytime, yep, you're on your phone and they're talking at you, it's going to be short tempered and everything. And so, yeah, it's, I love that part of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll skip the, I'll skip the question about telling us something about yourself that isn't common knowledge since you've been on before. Where, where can people reach you? And we'll, we'll put uh, whatever you want in the show notes, but what, what's the best way to get a hold of you now? Yeah, I'm really active on social media. So really one of my favorite ways to connect with people, the net worth nurse under Instagram. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter. Yes, even TikTok. Um, I have a couple websites, networthnurse.co. And then my startup company is investhealth.com. So I love chatting real estate if you can't tell. So if you're remotely interested in anything that we're doing, please reach out. I'd love to chat. Perfect. Final question for you, Savannah. 
what's a piece of advice that I'm changing a little bit, but what, what's a piece of advice you would give to someone who is trying to get their uh, finances in order, trying to get themselves some financial, financial literacy, literacy, knowledge, that kind of thing. Um, obviously check out your website, but like, what do you think are some of those first steps? I would say setting goals. Setting goals is really the best way to hold yourself accountable. But then also, as you accomplish those goals, it really builds the momentum and boosts your confidence. And they can be short term goals. For me, working day to day, it's kind of creating a daily list and checking things off every day. And for me, that's so gratifying in a sense of, okay, I'm building momentum, I'm going, I'm, I'm getting these things done. And even in the hard days, it helps to have goals to keep keep looking forward to. Um, I mean, really the foundation of this podcast, right? Know your why. Um, but it, it really comes down for me. And I've seen for a lot of people to be successful in this space is setting those goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes total sense. Um, well, listen, thank you again for coming on today. Thank you for coming on for the second time. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Um, really appreciate you taking the time out today. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Folks listening, uh, I know you're going to love this. Check out her website and um, please rate and, re re rate and review the show so we can get more great guests like Savannah. Have a great day, everyone. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.